Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to The Best of the Best. Today is Tuesday, June 1, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Happy June, everyone. Holy shit. It is June, friends. Literally six months into the year. Well, I guess a little earlier than that. Uh, but wow, we made it to the middle of 2021. Hi, uh, I'm recording. It's a Tuesday. Actually, I always record it a Tuesday. But anyway, welcome to the podcast. How's everyone doing? How was your weekend? Uh, I talked about a lot of my weekend on the Halada show. So if you want to go listen to the latest mix, mix 21, season two, mix 21, I talked about it, but I got to reiterate what I did on Friday last week because it was such a, Wait, was it Friday? Yeah, Friday last week. It was such a fantastic experience. I ate at Caruso with Reese of the Foodie Station, uh, with Spanky of, uh, well, he, he does everything, but I think he's Let's Eat, Let's Eat PH. And also I met a, uh, a new friend there named Pepper, who's also a writer, um, food blogger, and man, Caruso restaurant in Makati. It's an Italian restaurant and it was, one of the best like dining experiences in terms of Italian food. Oh, it's so good. I was talking about the pricing. It was a little bit expensive on Halala Show. Uh, I, I'm glad I didn't have to pay. <laughs> but if I would gladly go back there for an occasion, it's not something that I feel like you would go to every. It's not like a weekly like this is our weekly spot. Unless you're, you know, unless you're that kind of bougie levels. Uh, but you know, once a month, Manganun, or, or birthday, celebration, first date, Manganun. Great place. I cannot tell you how good, like, their, their pizza, their, their anchovy pizza was. Mmm. Ano pa ba? Mmm. Their, their pasta, they, they, they gave us like a sampler trio of the pasta. Their, their ravioli was the one that I really liked. Oh, fucking so good. So yeah, Caruso, go check it out. In Makati. Um, but yeah, what's up, everyone? What else do I have to talk about today? Let's talk about the NBA really quick, okay? I'm so glad that the Washington Wizards did not get swept by the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, I, I, I told you I, I wasn't able to tell you who I think would go to the finals. But I know the Wizards are probably going to lose to the Sixers. They're down 3-1 now. But I just have to give a big shout-out to one of my favorite players, right now actually probably one of my favorite players ever russell westbrook because if i look at his stat line right now i know here we go we're losing all the audience because we're talking basketball i'll just really quick lang, really quick russell westbrook had 19 points 21 rebounds and 14 assists by himself that shit is insane. He's, he's a triple double monster. He is, he has the most triple doubles of all time in NBA history. His, he's made history. He has the most. So a triple double, if the name, you know, doesn't speak for itself, but just in case you don't, you're not familiar with stats, triple double means you get double digits in three statistical categories. So the categories are either points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. But getting 10, getting 10 steals or 10 blocks in a game is very rare. 
Uh, but rebounds, assists, and points are usually the the categories that make up a triple double because they're the most uh, easy to get. Not easy to get, but you know what I mean. Like they're way easier to accumulate than steals and blocks. And wow, what a stat line, bro! The most in NBA history. So shout out to the Wizards. I hope they take another game or two before they will probably eventually fall to the Sixers. But you know, I, I'd like to I, I'd like to give them uh, another fighting chance in the coming days. Um, but yeah, the NBA just real quick, real quick. I know. Stay, 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 stay. Don't leave, don't leave. <laughs> NBA is, it's really good, man. Uh, Memphis, uh, and Utah, they're, it's 3-1, but the Lakers and Suns series is tied 2-2 right now. Portland, Denver is tied 2-2. Atlanta and the Knicks, uh, looks like Atlanta's gonna take that, but the, the, the games have been pretty good. Clippers and Dallas Mavericks are 2-2. Uh, it's like there are like a lot of great series uh that are on. The Bucks are the first the Bucks are the first and only team to make it out of the first round already. They swept uh, their series against the Miami Heat, but it's looking to be a great playoffs. I can't wait to to see what happens there. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about uh what we did today for Hala Hala show. So today we recorded our tres leches. And the cat's out of the bag. You know, we've been waiting to promote it. Um, it's probably going to come out next Wednesday. But we have our tres leches with our guests uh, from Camp Confidence Radio. If you haven't listened to the podcast, go check them out. Camp Confidence Radio. They're also part of Podcast Network Asia. Hosted by Ayin Bernos and uh, Riza Lana. And you might know Ayin uh, from TikTok if you're big on TikTok. She she has a channel called Ayin Bernos. She has a channel called Ayin Pero Tagalog where she talks about, you know, linguistics and, and pronouncing English words and like the the etymology behind English words, uh, primarily for a Pinoy audience who might want to learn new English words. So go check them, uh, go check her out. And Riza Naman, who I just met today for the first time, Ayin has kind of been a at least a social media friend for a few years. Riza, I just met today and I kind of just did my research on her and her incredible like businesses that she owns uh, today. She she owns Lana PH Mink PH. It's uh go check them out. Uh, you, I mean we plug their social medias on the episode, but if you want to get ahead of the curve and kind of see who we're talking about uh, during Trust Let's Just Go, give Camp Confidence Radio a listen. Just listen to one episode. You know, you, you'll you'll immediately uh, get hooked by just how in- intelligent both ladies are. Man, what a great, fantastic interview. Uh, really fun Trust Let's and I can't wait to premiere that with Halala's show for you guys, okay? Um, anything else that we're going to talk about? I have a story to tell. This one actually from someone off of um, Instagram, uh, podcast Instagram, who messaged me. And I told you guys to message me on the podcast if you ever want to talk. And this person who wants to remain anonymous, and you'll find out why, because they shared a story, I think it was last episode or two episodes ago, where I shared my story about shaving my pubes, right? <laughs> and um, here's their story. So regarding the itchy pubes, this is their, this is their words now. I, I agree with you that it can get annoying as fuck down there when you shave. But as with all shaving experiences, it'll get better in time and with proper technique. It can get tricky. And here's their story. I remember when I was 15, I nicked my scrotum slash ball sack and it bled like crazy. Like it wouldn't stop. I had to grab ice from the fridge and despite having iced it all up, it still bled. Oh my God, man. That's like one of my worst fears. Like whenever I told you guys about my pubic scissors that I couldn't find, but when I would trim my 
my pubes, my pubic hairs with the pubic scissors, my worst fear was like, what if I accidentally cut my dick off? Not just cut my dick, like cut it off. <laughs> the thought alone, man. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, sometime later, try it again. It was less itchy. Uh, although they don't shave anymore because of lack of time and privacy. Uh, last night, according to this message, that they tried shaving again. No nicks, but it was prickly as fuck. So there it is, man. It's prickly as fuck. Huh. And also, they, in a side note, on a completely different note, they message in the same message that they enjoy, that they were watching My Hero Academia. However, when it came to the fourth season, he, uh, he or she, oh, I'm just gonna say he, you won't even know who it is, right? He says that, uh, he started not liking the show as much because the ideologies in season four of My Hero, uh, kinda went against his ideologies in real life. And I thought that was an interesting, uh, uh, a way to kind of put TV shows and stuff that we consume, media in general, into perspective. So I want to talk about that. So thank you for the content, Mr. Anonymous. But let's talk about that. And I, I completely agree with him. Um, when it comes to content consumption, you usually like to consume things that are in line with, uh, you know, your values or, or what, you know, your, your mindset in life. And I, I, I can't think of specific instances, but I, I guess it would show why as teenagers, we really loved, you know, that bullshit, uh, teenage drama shows, right? Like One Tree, I don't know. I grew up in the era of One Tree Hill. If you ever watched One Tree Hill. Although some of the stories there seem a little bit outlandish, like no way that would happen in real life. The I think a lot of it was very relatable because at the time your team have you ever tried watching One Tree Hill as like a twenty five year old twenty I tried to rewatch it a few years ago and I was like this show is so fucking corny <laughs> so I totally I, I totally understand where the, Mr Anonymous is coming from when it comes to that and uh, I found myself so what. what I mean, I don't think it's... I'm trying to think of right now, what am I consuming that I really enjoy? Or what have I consumed in the past where if I watch it now, I'd be like, that's not really something that I would be into anymore. I can't think of specific uh, examples. But right now, um, I'm into, you know, several things on YouTube. I I watch a lot of... um, You know, I, I we talked about it on the Tress Ledges with Camp Confidence. Matt Diavella, you know, he's, he's someone that I follow on YouTube, like minimalism and trying to get organized in life. When, whereas maybe a few years ago, I would have probably balked at the idea of like cutting down on stuff or like not having notifications on, on your phone. Like really, like I was a guy that had my phone on all the time. I was checking it all the time. And now, especially during pandemic, and I've shared this with you before, but in case you're a first time listener, I don't check my phone really. I don't have notifications on. I don't have any notifications on except for calls. And no one ever calls me, right? <laughs> Who calls me? My mom, if ever. Uh, but yeah, it, a few years ago, if I watched a video say, watching someone saying like, you know, turn off your notification, I'd be like, that's stupid. How will people reach out to me? How will people contact me? And now I'm like, that's like the best thing ever. <laughs> and... 
uh, I mean, but there are also things like, for example, there's another video that Matt posted, Matt Diavella. Go check him out on YouTube. Um, about how he switched from a smartphone to a flip phone or like a non-smartphone. And I, and then I was like, no fucking way. I can't do that. But imagine maybe five years from now, you know, I'll be rocking my Nokia 6610, you know, not checking Instagram ever. Uh, I mean, it's unlikely, but who knows? Maybe five years down the line, that's going to be me. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the, the grumpy, technophobic guy who's like, you know, like a Luddite. You guys know what a Luddite is? It's funny that I know that term because I learned it in elementary school. So Luddites are like, here, let me just Google it. Or it, it was started by a guy, and I don't know why I remember this. This is before I Google it. Ned Ludd. I learned it in a history class. Luddites are persons opposed to new technologies or ways of working. And the group are believed to have taken their name from Ned Ludd, a weaver from Anstey Lancaster. Lake Lancaster. I guess that's in the UK or England. But yeah, I, 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 maybe I'll be a Luddite. You, know, you learn something new, right? Luddite. Seriously, I don't know why I know. It's a distinct memory in my mind from elementary school. There are a few things that I remember learning in elementary school or, or not just learning, but there are a few key moments in my life that I, I, I wouldn't say it's vivid, but I'd be like, I remember learning that at that time. Not the specific date, not a specific year, but just in that era of time where I remember that shit. And Luddite is one of them. And that's crazy. I'm sure you have stories, right? You guys have stories about like things that like obscure memories that you just remember or and in some way, maybe the phenomenon of is it a phenomenon? But when you haven't heard a song in many, many years, many, many years, and then it plays and all of a sudden you somehow know 80 percent of the lyrics. It's like that. Speak like, OK, for example, here's another example. Uh, well, yeah, let me let me put that example into real life right here, live on the podcast in sync uh songs now i listen to a lot of in sync songs but uh there's a few that i haven't listened to in few, in a few years okay let me see um okay space cowboy do you guys know that song space cowboy so i'm not going to look up the lyrics but i'm going to try to remember the chorus it goes, if you want to fly, come and take a ride. Take a space ride with the cowboy, baby. Why, yeah, yeah, yippee, yeah, yeah, yippee, yeah, yo, yippee, yeah, yeah. Why, yeah, yeah, yippee, yeah, yeah, yippee, yeah, yo, yippee, yeah, yo. See, I, see, I, I promise you, I mean, take it on my oath as a podcaster that I did not look up the lyrics, but I just saw, I just typed in sync songs on Google. And then I saw InSync songs like scrolled on the top and I found Space Cowboy, which I have not listened to, I would say in maybe six, seven, eight, nine years, for real. I still remember the lyrics. Let me just make sure I'm right, but yeah. Yep, if you want to fly commentator, take a space right. Yep, it is. You guys want to hear it? Hold on. Oh wait, I gotta Alexa, play Space Cowboy by InSync. I wonder if she's gonna play it. <laughs> Shut up, Alexa. Wait, I, I gotta, I gotta do it on here. Never mind, never mind. But yeah, you guys should listen to listen to that song, "Space Cowboy" by InSync. Alexa, stop talking. Alexa, stop talking. Alexa, stop talking. <laughs> here it goes. Oh my God, Alexa, Alexa, please be quiet. Thank you. Sorry, I'm just getting used to learning Alexa. Okay. So as I digress, I know I've lost probably all of you guys now by this time. 
but yeah, there, it, it's just certain things in my mind that remain there that have been there for, I would say, you know, literally decades now, decades, man, decades of memories. It's wild. Okay, so what else are we talking about, JC? Is there anything else you have um, on the schedule? Uh, so on Hala Hala Show, oh, by the way, I want to share on Hala Hala Show, uh, the most recent mix, uh, season two, mix 21, we talked about that 10 year old kid who, who kind of went viral on Kapuso Mo Jessica Soho, uh, for kind of working in a farm or field and then people started sending donations. Now I saw on Twitter just earlier today or last night that there was like a reunion episode or it's like a special that came not too long after. Of the mom of that kid, I think the mom, like, they weren't together or, I I don't know, I'm just making speculations based off the tweet, so none of this is is verified, BT dubs. But the mom came back to kind of be like, you know, I'm sorry I left you, and the timing is a little suspect, right? A little, you know, opportunistic. Of course, I, you know, nothing wrong with reuniting kids with their parents who might have uh, left them or not maybe taken care of them properly but the timing is a little bit weird wouldn't you say if it's true if it's verified this is just me being an asshole and not verifying my sources but just just wanted to like that's a uh, that's scummy right if it is true i'm not this, this is just in general now i'm talking about parents who maybe find out that their kid has something worth coming back for is a little bit scummy, if you ask me. Like, if they just come back because they're like, oh, now I, you know, now this, there's attention here. Now there's money here. You know, this might be a potential cash cow. That's some scummy shit, right? And a TT that we didn't do. Okay, so moving on. A TT that we did not do because it just kind of went official uh, the night after we recorded yesterday was Maris Rakal, who I love. I have a huge crush on her is uh, officially dating Rico Blanco, who is, I don't know, like 20-plus years or senior. Rico Blanco, I did the I did a Google search. She's like 48. Maurice is like 24. So almost double the age. And I saw a lot of tweets on Twitter saying, like, personally, I wouldn't date someone, you know, younger than me or older than me that are double my age. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's just a lot of mamma stuff, right? As long as they're not illegal, you know, as long as it's not child abuse, you know, under 18, I, 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 I'm I, okay with it. But I, I kind of want to touch on this topic because I don't know if I did. Did I already? But I forgot. And it's been so long. So let's, let's just reintroduce this topic. I've seen so much hate on Twitter when people who are maybe 19 or 20 post a... A, a picture with them, with their boyfriend was like maybe 28 or 29. Because simply the age is so big. Or maybe they met when they were like 16 and he was like 20. Uh, maybe they just met and then they became official when they were 18. I don't know. I don't That's a little bit more sketchy. But I, I find it weird that people can kind of comment about that. Like it's a super, super, super negative thing because they're saying that 18 year old people and, and it's true no man, they're not super developed in their, in their emotional capacity and their, I would say maybe their mental capacity. They still have a lot of growing to do. But in a way, isn't that kind of taking away their, uh, free will or like at 18, you can only date people at this age. At 18, you can't date anyone past this age. 
at 18, you can't think you you're not smart enough to know what's good for you. I mean, that's what I'm kind of gathering from these people that are hating, especially I, the hate is usually directed towards the older person. Usually it's a guy. Uh, that's just how it is, right? That's because they, they, I guess they, it, it seems, it seems more predatory if the man, although it is predatory if it's a woman who's older and the guy is younger, it seems that way, especially if they're underage, then it is definitely like quote unquote predatory. But I just find it a little bit like you're, you're, you're picking at, at straws now to get your agenda across. That's how I see it. Um, personally, I don't think I could, like be involved or in a relationship with someone i mean i'm 30 right i don't think i could date someone who's 18 you know because we are literally worlds apart in terms of age but also in life uh emotional maturity or whatnot whatever you want to call it i'll tell i'll be honest with you my emotional maturity is is probably at the level of a college student still so maybe that wouldn't be the issue it would just be stages in life you know at 18, what the fuck are you doing? You're in college. You're not working. You probably have living at home. Uh, not that anything's wrong with it. I'm just saying that, like, I live alone. I am working. I don't study. <laughs> My place is a mess. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. But at the same time, hypothetically, if I were to date someone who was 18, I feel like it would be, I would, I would hate to receive comments like, you're predator you are grooming and whatnot what if like hypothetically what if i met someone who is so incredibly smart like well well beyond their years as this term goes and they are let's say they're very successful let's say they're a genius level okay maybe that's a little bit of a shit but let's just say maybe they're they're let's pretend that maybe they didn't go to school maybe they they were super talented at something and they made it big and they are uh, a singer actress who is more wealthy than i ever will be and has been through a lot of experiences that probably well beyond someone who's 18 a normal 18 year old has gone through would it be so wrong i mean that's how i'm kind of interpreting the rico blanco marie stracal thing right because marie stracal is, is successful on her own she was successful on her own she i mean she's already 20 something right let's, let's just make sure that we get her right age marie stracal age she's 23 which is you know Still pretty young, right? At 23, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But at 23, this lady, Maurice, she knows, she's, she's, she's rich as fuck. She's a, she has a great voice on social media when it comes to politics and whatnot. She's a fantastic actress, etc. So she's kind of well beyond her years, right? I, I would say, I don't know. At 23, I was never at that level. And Enrico Blanc was 48. But, I find it unfair to hold it against not only Rico Blanco for wanting someone who is talented and successful and, of course, hot as fuck, right? Maurice Raquel, she's beautiful. But also, on Maurice's end, if if anyone is bashing that relationship, it's kind of a knock on Maurice saying, you don't know what you're doing, Maurice. Why are you falling for this this let's say if if that accusation is predatory why are you falling for this predatory um man you you know how come you're not smart enough to see that it's like are you being brainwashed by this guy in a way you're kind of knocking maurice raquel's intelligence right saying that she doesn't know that this is probably not good for i mean it's kind of weird the way i that's just how i see um that's how i see people who kind of attack the big age difference thing 
I mean, I think the same thing happened with 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 Chiz Escudero and Heart Evangelista, right? Like, what's their what's their age? Okay, so Rico Blanco's forty eight, Maurice is twenty three. So the age difference is twenty five years. Heart Evangelista age. She, Heart is thirty six. Chiz is fifty one. So for it's not that big of a difference. Still fifteen years. And when did they meet? When did they they got married in twenty fifteen? But they met. Hey, let's go check out. Let's go see when she. Let's just do the math on that. Uh, heart, Chiz, story. When did they meet? Twenty thirteen, maybe. Okay, so twenty thirteen. That was twin. That was what? Oh my god, that was eight years ago. Holy shit! It might have been earlier than that, but eight years ago, she was twenty nine. He was forty. Okay, it's not that big of a difference, but still. It's still a, you know, still a sizable gap. And I think she got, uh, or I don't remember. I just seeing, I remember seeing it on, like, when I was younger on the news channels, but there was a lot of hoopla regarding that. Right? But why? Is it because he's just so much older or not so much, but it's just because he's older or is it because he was a politician? Uh, I don't know. But you know, man, like why why is that such a big thing? I would understand maybe if it's like a creepy thing they met on the internet or whatnot. I mean there's some occurrences where you'll you'll stop and think like, "Huh. That's a little weird." But the Maurice Racal and Rico Blanco, they're both artists. They're both singers. They're in the same industry. They're both successful. You know, it's it seems like it's compatible. The only difference is age, right? Well, I mean, what's different? What what else? What else can? What else is separating them? Like, besides age, like they have the same uh, hobbies, I guess hobbies, hobbies, but well, they have the same line of work. Actually, in a way, Maurice is even more talented because she can not only sing, she acts. I don't know if Rico Blanco acts, but Maurice acts. She has TikTok. I don't know if Rico Blanco has TikTok, but you know what I mean. It's 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 little things that like like that. It just makes me wonder sometimes if people are just saying stuff because maybe they feel like they're protecting somebody. But in a way, by doing that, I think you're also insulting their their ability to think for themselves. Sometimes, not all the time. I'm not saying this is a you know. I'm saying this is a case by case basis. Uh, but sometimes we people tend to overstep their boundaries and and just Im- impose their like this is wrong so you're wrong kind of ideology which is all the whole cancel culture works right you know uh wow that was a i don't know how i let off that was a great you're so good at coming up with topics jc <laughs> uh i will try i will record on friday bt dubs um I'm trying to be consistent, but also we have a sponsor. Dun, 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 dun. Anything else? Um, I haven't been playing Warzone lately. I've kind of found a uh, a little gap in my my passion for the for the game. I'm not sure why. I mean, the game is really enjoyable still, but I've been just not playing games. I've been watching stuff. Uh, I'm almost done with Superstore Season Four. I watched Cruella BT Dubs. I shared that on Hala Hala, but Cruella is really good, actually. If we're talking about live action Disney movies, so we're talking about the Maleficence, uh, Cinderella, and blah blah. Yung mga live action remakes, I guess you would call it. It's not really a remake though, because it's kind of a 
it's a different story because Cruella in 101 Dalmatian, she's a she's a hardcore bitch, right? But Cruella in this movie, she's like a bitch with a heart, uh, with a heart, you know, <laughs> confidently bitchy with a heart. Uh, I think Emma, Emma, both Emmas, Emma Stone and Emma Thompson, really carried the movie. I like the side characters as well. They weren't annoying. They were. I mean, maybe they could have been fleshed out a little bit more. The her sidekicks, her friends, but I, I found them, you know, good characters. You know, not not annoying. My my usually my usual gripe with Disney movies in general are side characters being annoying as fuck. Like they're you know they're, it's a kid you know they have to entertain like fucking Olaf right? I fucking hate Olaf, the snowman. I fucking hate that. I wish he would just melt. <laughs> just I hate Olaf, man. I don't know if is he supposed to be the main character? No, right? It it, it it's uh Hansel and Gretel. No, what's their names? Anna, Cena, let it go. Those girls, the the sisters, they're the main characters. But Olaf just irks me so fucking much because he you know, it's supposed to cater to kids and I guess I'm not at that level. I don't But in in Frozen 2, I will say he was better. But Frozen 1, oh my god, fuck Olaf, bro. For real. Fuck that little... Anyway. So my gripe is usually with side characters, as you can tell from my impassioned rant about Olaf. But the side characters in Cruella were actually very good. Mm, Not as memorable, though, I would say. I guess maybe that's why I didn't find them annoying, because they they didn't try to steal the show too often. I see. I don't remember their names. I don't remember their, their names. The side characters. All I know is Cruella, and then there's the Baroness, who is played by Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, great actress. She's great in Love Actually. In case you're like, who's Emma Thompson? Parang familiar ng name niya. She is the wife of Professor Snape in Love Actually. Uh, she is also um, the Professor Professor Trelawney from the Harry Potter series movies. So yeah, if you have a chance to check out Cruella. Go do that. Also, shout out to Upstream, by the way. Uh, they sponsored the last Halala Show Mix. Go check out Upstream. If you want to legally <laughs> watch movies, right, and bypass Special Agent John, Upstream's the way to go. We watch Fangirl on there. I watched Fangirl on there a few, uh, like last year, right, the Paolo Abelino movie. And it's a really cool concept. Like you, you buy a pass, like it's like a ticket, and then you have a certain amount of time to watch it. So in case there's something on Netflix that you can't watch and, and maybe you're like, man, I gotta watch this movie. But I, I wanna, I don't wanna pirate it, uh, then upstream is the way to go. And that's not even the sponsor for today's episode, BT Dubs. The sponsor for today's episode is Kumu. Shout out to Kumu. Uh, download the app, uh, the, the live streaming app. You can connect with other Pinoy live streamers. There's so much you can do on Kumu. Uh, it's, it's, it's just like a, it is a cesspool of talent. <laughs> you can earn, you can earn, uh, diamonds there, which convert into cash and meet new friends and just meet new people. Go check out. Kumu, and you can download the Kumu app through the link in my bio, not in my bio, <laughs> the link in my podcast description for this podcast. And I'm going to end it there. I will be back on Friday. Other than that, enjoy the rest of your week. When the Camp Confidence Tres Leches episode comes out, please, I implore you, I, I know the ones, the few of you who listen to this, you really take my recommendation seriously. Uh, so even if you don't listen to Halala Show, please, uh, I ask you that you do listen to it because it is a really great interview. You're going to learn from uh, two super intelligent fantastic women uh rika is there too (laughs) and uh yeah that's it take it easy and i'll catch uh catch you all say it with me later 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.